impersonating. And Taz in the background being Taz. <laughs> All right, Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. Right, okay, today's topic is self-doubt. As we all know, if anybody thinks of self-doubt, it's Nene. <laughs> This isn't a podcast, guys. This is a confessional. Ah, yeah, yeah, relax. <laughs> um, yeah, we all suffer from self-doubt. Some of us suffer from imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. There we go. I said imposter syndrome. My Explain bad. that one, because I never got that one. And I, I think I learned it, but I... Isn't it when people... So, for example, when you start a new <clears> thing... Or new art or new skill you feel like you don't belong you don't belong you feel in, like an imposter you in your like own an okay exactly right. and so when we have imposter syndrome we have all this self-doubt makes us feel out of place like you don't deserve to be in that position that you are got it so i think we've talked to a lot of people even recently yeah to i mean of 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 them having self-doubt issues because they're just not believing that they're doing what they're doing and they don't believe they're worthy of it mm. so i don't want to throw anybody under the bus like that but i mean i've gone through it with my youtube channel or even starting my social media and just based on the stories that you've given us in the past on when you started mma and your fitness journey you still struggled with some self-doubt yeah. And even on, you know, the first year of you being a coach or no, no, not the coach. It was your, it was your coaching, it was right? Coaching, it was owning the business. It was all of that. And so now, I mean, <clears throat> it's been what, like over 10 years doing sport and all that stuff. And I mean, you, you've been able to do everything and been able to develop that skill where that self doubt, I mean, how is this for you? Do you still have that? Are you... Do you feel like you don't have that anymore? And how about for the people that are going through it right now? It's um, it's still a struggle for me. Like, I, I look at the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm trying to do. I look at the goals that I have in front of me, and there there are days that I wrestle with it a lot. Where it's like, you shouldn't be doing this, or why are you still doing this, or why do you still think you can do something like this? Um, and it's so normal for me because I felt it for a long time. I have felt it for a long time. That it's kind of second nature to kind of think like that or feel like that. So sometimes it takes outside forces to snap me out of it. Because it's like I've had people tell me that you know I have a, have a lot of potential. And I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about how I feel about potential on the podcast in the past. When people have told me these things... But there's always something inside of me that just never, it. never fully believed it, mm -hmm. you know. And that's kind of where my, me saying or telling people, I can believe in you all you want, but unless you believe in yourself, that's, it doesn't matter what yeah. I think. And that's kind of where it started because it is the same thing for me, you know. And sometimes, it, like I said, it takes that outside force for me to see that about myself. But there are days, like, especially when it comes to the fitness journey stuff, you know, yeah. because... I, like my first trainer told me that I was strong even though I was 120 pounds at the time mm. you know but I was like is he trying to gaslight me what is, what's going on here is, is it because I'm the only one that's paying him for these classes that he's trying to keep me so he's gonna you know kiss butt a little bit yeah. 
you know, but we've talked about how I, to this day, even though I'm 155 pounds now, that I still see the skinny kid when, when I look in the mirror, you know, but in it, or I still feel weak or when... But does that get in the way of you performing, though? It... Are you it allowing do, it that does to and limit it doesn't. you? On the days that I have good mental battles, it doesn't. And it, it actually snaps me out of it because, mm. you know, when Carla puts my programs together for, you know, my lifting and stuff. Yeah. And she'll tell me certain things like lift this, do this weight or, you know, this many reps and stuff. And I'd be like, I can't do that. I'm not strong enough to do that. Yeah. And so I go in there and I lift and then I was like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, and then she's like, you were only supposed to do like one rep with that and you did five. Which means you can lift even more weight than that. Yeah. But in my mind, I still see the skinny guy that couldn't lift anything. Yeah. You know, so that... She can say that I can put the weight on people. Other people can tell me that I've gotten a lot stronger. People that I've been grappling with for a long time can say that I, I feel a lot phys uh, physically stronger. But me, myself, wouldn't believe it. Until I'm in the weight room and now, you know, I'm benching what I'm benching, squatting what I'm squatting. And that's something that me, myself is doing <laughs> right you know do so you still feel like you have that self-doubt or is just one of those okay i'm just i just snap out of it like is it still in you it's still you in me it's really? definitely okay. still in me you know and um last month that i was sick or earlier this month i'd lose track of everything that i was sick for for a good week and a half almost two weeks i still feel like i'm my, my strength is recovering from me being sick mm. you know and i understand that things take a longer time once you get older you know i'm 31 now i'm used to most of my training obviously has been in my 20s yeah you know so everything recovered a lot quicker back then now mm -hmm. i'm feeling aches and pains i'm yeah. seeing the importance of stretching you know importance of, of maintenance and all that stuff on the body self-care mm -hmm. self-love all that good stuff mm -hmm. but there are days where like if my body doesn't recover quick enough or if it's time you know my lifting day and i still feel feel sore from my last lift there's that doubt it was like all right am i gonna get hurt now or my mm -hmm. you know things like that yeah you know so and, like questioning yourself yep and, yeah. and it's the same thing with mma and it's, it's the biggest thing with mma and it, and i hope it's not something that i struggle with for the rest of my life but it's something that's definitely been a struggle lately is or not lately but in the previous years yeah maybe. okay is that can i still hang with people you know because i made a comment um, that all these guys that are coming into the gym are are getting younger and younger yeah. and someone told me it's not that they're getting younger it's just we're getting older and then I was like ah. uh, <laughs> you know and that's kind of why I did the exhibition match with Caesar yeah you know because he's young he's fresh he's new he's hasn't had the injuries or the the wear and tear of doing MMA for for 12 years yeah. you know and I was able to hold my own with him you know and most importantly keep up cardiovascularly with him because that's the one that gets me the most you know, but there's, it, the whole reason I did that was because of the self-doubt. Can mm. I still do this? Mm. You know, and then I tell myself, yeah, you can. But then I get sick or I, you know, mm. focus on a training camp for another fighter. Yes, and then, style, your body starts feeling distressed. Yep, and then, yep, and then it's like, all right, do I jump into spar? Can I still do this? Can I keep up with them? I haven't sparred in a while. I haven't lifted in a while. I haven't done hit pads in a while. Mm -hmm. So all of that starts playing in it's not so much the imposter syndrome anymore mm. i went through that that still flares up a little bit okay. you know it was like when when do you well we can go back to the other the, the training but when do you feel like you have that imposter syndrome 
And like in what situations or in what positions do you feel you have that? Um, if mostly during unhealthy situations. Like if I started scrolling through social media and you know I see mm. what the other gyms are doing, which I try not okay. to do as much More on as the possible. Side? Okay. Yeah, I see you know all these other gyms are having this many fighters and this and that. Mm. They got a champion. And I was like, man, you know, we're not doing that. We've only had two fights this year and stuff. Yeah. You know, so it, it kind of flares up with that. I was like, maybe, maybe it's, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Mm, you know, okay. but then all the times that Dan Severn's coming, like I said, and when we talked about him on the podcast, he really helps me get that confidence, confidence yeah. about what I'm doing. Coach Crest does the same thing. Yeah. You know, because these are guys that have been doing this for a long time, yeah. and. It's just I, I don't I don't know if we have that wrestler connection that because even just today like Coach Crest sent me a reel on Instagram he never sends me reels <laughs> on Instagram you know and he sent me something and he just talked about how old wrestling is and then he made a joke about the vid that he was the guy in the video and the video came from like the 1800s or something <laughs> and he's like that's how old I am you know and we just we had a good laugh you know but is they're there when that self-doubt kind of kicks in because Dan, another one, you know, he um, tagged me in a comment said, uh, this week where he also talked about, I wish you lived closer to cold water. I want you to see the training facility, mm. you know? So things like that is like, all right, these guys see something in me, Yeah. you know? So it was like, if they see it, yeah, if they see it, why am I not seeing it? And that yeah. kind of forces me because of the way that my self... You asked me earlier, is like, when you're quiet, what do you think about? These are the things that I think about. Mm. Is these guys that have been training for so long and have the successes that they have see something in me, what is it that they see? Are you... Do you question that yourself? Do you question yourself? Or do you, do you try to analyze it, like, or logically put these things together? To make sense of it. I, I want to put the logic behind it because, and, and, and this is this is kind of where I separate Sean and Taz. You know, okay. Sean wants to believe, like the human in me wants to believe that, you know, I have a really good connection with Coach Crest because of the conversations we've had, you know, that, that we're, we're cool. We're, you know, he was my coach. He is my coach. I was, I'm his student from high school until now. We've known each other for what is it? We're going on sixteen years now. 16, that I, wow. that I've that's more that's more than half of my life that I've known Coach Cress. <laughs> yeah. You know, and with with Dan Severin, it was like you know he's been to the gym a few times. We've had good conversations. I've had good conversations with him. Just you know, man to man, human to human. Yeah. But then, like the the Taz in me, the the martial artist in me, the fighter in me, the coach in me, he wants them to like me for the things that I produce as a martial artist, you know? Like, I want them to see that I can coach people, I can teach people, I can perform these techniques and stuff. Is you that know? more so towards the ego? Yeah. Because you, mm -hmm. you kind of want that, not approval, but the, you, you say you want them to see that. Yeah. That you, everything that they're teaching you, you're putting it into... And, and that was the pressure theater. that I put myself in in that exhibition mm. match back in June. You know, and, and silly me, you know, a few days before, I was like, all right, Anthony's going to be one of the judges, and he's my main MMA coach. Coach Crest is my wrestling coach, and he's one of the judges, and Dan Severn's one of the judges, too. <laughs> so I was like, I wanted to do something that Anthony taught me striking-wise, mm -hmm. 
Coach Crest taught me wrestling-wise and something that Dan taught me from the ground. I wanted to do something from all of them to kind of pay tribute to them in that match. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not thinking that the adrenaline's going to kick in, the adrenaline's going to dump, I'm going to get tired, and I need to just focus on, on, on performing. I know this is a weird question, but do you find yourself kind of in that pro wrestling mindset? A lot of it, yeah. Because, you know, we've been watching The Rocks, um, the Young Rock show, yeah. right? And so we see that when he was starting his, his journey as a pro wrestler, like all he thought about was the people yeah. and the audience and yeah. making sure that they were comfortable, mm -hmm. that they had a, he had a reaction off of them or whatever the case is, he was always looking out for them, right? Making sure that yeah. they like him or dislike him, whatever. So sometimes I see that just based on what you're telling me. Yeah. You want to make sure that all your three coaches feel welcomed. And you also, at the time, you, you made sure that they knew that you know. And you, uh, actually more like that you appreciate them. Yeah. You wanted them to that, see that what you they, do. What they taught me didn't go to me. Right, right yeah. exactly. But then again, it was like this, this, um, this sparring match wasn't for them. Yeah. Right, it was supposed to be for yourself. Yeah, but yet you still have all these worries in the back of your mind. Growing up as a pro wrestling fan, I think gave me a lot of those things, and the way that I, I watched pro wrestling and studied it, outside of just being a fan and stuff, I think affected a lot of it. And I think that's where a lot of the the self doubt comes from because professional wrestlers go through the same thing, and I do the same thing as a coach, just taking time off. You know, I don't want to take a day off because it's like you're gonna lose that. Yeah, you know. And that's what the wrestlers go through. Do you feel when when you take that time off? Do you feel more so like, oh, I'm gonna lose my skill set, or I'm gonna lose off on, I, I'm gonna miss out on something? Yeah, or, yeah. All, all of that. I'm I'm gonna lose not so much the skills because you know, I, if I still remember things that I learned 16 years ago, I think I, a few days off or a week off, I won't forget that. But the timing of it, you know, when if I start missing more training sessions, the timing of things. You know, for me as a coach, when it comes to taking time off as like an instructor or a coach, is I'm missing out on things that my students are doing. Mm. You know, so if I don't see a student for a while and, you know, Carla or Zach or whoever is running the classes mm -hmm. while I'm gone, I might miss something that they changed, they improved on or anything like that. Mm. And that kind of stuff I don't want to do either. But that's just the mindset, the crazy mindset that I have because in well, logic... Can't... Logically is like, all right, if I miss a week, then that much is going to change when I come back a week later. Yeah. You know, especially the time off that I've taken over the past few years has only been that of a weekend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been over the span of three days, which is two classes at the most that I miss. And you go crazy. After and I go that. crazy. Yeah. 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 You know, but I think a lot of it had to do with that. But it's like conversations with Coach Crest, conversations with Dan have really helped helped me get past that a little bit better and it just kind of those days that I have the self-doubt or the imposter syndrome and I talk to them and you know it, you it's a step in the right that? direction um, because some people for example thinking about the concept of repetition mm -hmm. some people you know think okay if the more I do this the more confidence I get with it the yeah. less I'm gonna feel like an imposter or or have that self-doubt right because yeah, yeah repetition is part of it it's key but then you you're more so on the when i talk to them i feel 
better. You know, I feel yeah. more confident. Or what do you think that is? It's funny that you asked that because I think it, it's in the process of changing, changing just based on what happened to me this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, because before, I think it was the validation. They were giving me that validation that what you're doing is is right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I have people compete, you know, our fighters or grapplers, and then they win, mm-hmm. that's also a validation that I'm heading in the right direction. But those are just kind of like band-aids. You know, because it's like I look around and I was like, I'm, I'm still missing something, you know, and, and I've said it all the time. Like, I have a fear of physically getting old, <laughs> you know, my body's going to get apart, fall apart and stuff. But the knowledge and the experience that comes with getting older, especially in the sport, I'm looking forward to that part, yeah. you know, because you know, Coach Crest been doing this forever, 40 plus years, yeah. uh, Dan Severn, 40 plus years. You know, so for for a long time, I thought it was their validation that was kind of helping. Mm-hmm. But what I learned this weekend, because I, I actually had an opportunity to talk to another one of my coaches for a while, um, Mark, and just having that conversation with him. And it, he came, he comes in during the grappling class, you know, so come in and say hi, blah, blah, catch up real quick. He goes in, he rolls with some of the guys. And then, like, he sits out, takes a break for a few before he jumps back in. And we talked a little bit more. But this weekend, he stuck around a little bit after after the grappling class was over. And we were able to talk for, for a good 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just talked about life. We talked about, you know, the people that we train with. We talked about just the sport in general, you know. And then, uh, how did we get on the topic? We were talking about how some people are... Like good, find, yeah, use good at repetition. the gym. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean more so like they use repetition, right? And then I talked about like how you talking to Coach Quest, mm-hmm. um, and and then Severn. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. we were uh, we were talking about how some people are good at competition. You know what? My bad. I thought you made this topic. I know. I kind of figured that my while bad, you were guys. saying. I was like. <laughs> What is she saying? Like, but then I was like, oh, oh I said, I said, what were we talking about? And she's, she connected it to me asking her what we were talking about. When in reality, I was just trying to recall the conversation, the conversation I had with Mark okay, this okay, weekend about what we were talking about. Okay. This is, this is Nene, guys. This Bye-bye, is the real guys. Nene. <laughs> but we were talking about how we've seen people that were good in training. But struggled in competition and I obviously I was one to relate to that and I think things were different for me back then compared to now and I I haven't been able to see that mm. but you know I I lost more wrestling matches than I won you know and sometimes those losses stick out a little bit more than the wins I, I, I tend to ignore the ones that I won mm. and I focus on the ones that I lost you know and then that's the, the cursed mindset that I have, you know, and the same thing with the MMA fight. I never got to redeem myself on that one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Mark plays a, a close connection to, to my fight career because of things like this. And it, and it closed in a little bit more because we were talking about a few people. And then Mark mentioned how he was one of those people that he was good in the gym, but he couldn't always pull the trigger when he competed in like grappling stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the furthest I got was was second place, and that was just like once. 
and he competed a bunch of times. So I didn't know that about Mark. And instantly that, that I, I felt like I could relate to that because I felt the same way. And Mark's one of those guys that I look up to to this day too. And I was like, wow, you know, so we're all across the board here with, you know, Dan Severn having so many wins and stuff. And then I think I looked up to Dan even before I met him because of those things, you know, because I was like, I was never able to do that, you know, and that almost makes me feel like, why do I think I can teach it or coach it if I feel like this? Mm. But then I always looked at, you know, Anthony was my main MMA coach. But the times that Mark came around and Mark running my last training camp that I did, I felt more connected to Mark because of the way that he taught. Because Anthony's real loud, you know, he's 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 a showman, you know. Mark was more personal. Mark was more one-on-one. He taught the technique. He's like, this is what it is. Go do it, you know. And there was like no long story with it. There's not none of that. And I, I felt like I could relate to that because I felt like I can teach that, you know. And yeah. and I was. The way that the things that Mark taught, the dirty boxing, the way to bend the rules a little bit, all of that I was able to relate to a little bit better. So I gravitated a lot towards him. So to hear him say that about himself when it comes to competing, I mm. suddenly felt okay. <laughs> you know, the the concern of of being able to teach or coach based on you know my my competition history changed because i've seen the things that mark has done as a coach as well you know because he's coached anthony he's coached mac and i was like all right i feel better about this and it instantly motivated me a little bit more this 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 past week has been a lot of shift in the way that i I think of myself as a coach and i felt a difference in the classes i didn't i didn't talk to you i should have probably talked to you um, because you were there for those classes because I think it was Thursday that I was listening to a new interview with Dan Severn yeah. and just the things he said kind of pushed me in a different direction of the way that I was teaching things even just on Wednesday mm-hmm. so I started making some of those changes on, on Thursday for the evening classes and stuff and I carried that through into Saturday and with the conversation I had with Mark it was just it helped me even more mm-hmm. you know and, and suddenly because you and I and, and Carla have talked outside of the podcast at the past, and I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, so this might be news for some of you that are listening. The past few months have been hard for me. The past, not like in any kind of depression or mental health, but just, uh, I don't want to say motivation because I hate that word so much, but just I, I, getting up, just getting up just, every day. Just to... getting out of bed to go teach was very difficult for me. I, mm-hmm. I felt like my classes were off. I felt like my timing was off. My delivery was off and what I was teaching. I felt like I wasn't getting through to my students. I just felt like I was Playing. running on a treadmill, you know, and I was running, but I was going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And and for someone with my, my type of mindset, that gets very frustrating. That's why I don't run on treadmills. If I'm going to run, which I hate running, I want to run somewhere. I want to be somewhere. I want to see things as I'm running. Mm. On a treadmill, you're just running in the same spot over and over, using so much energy and getting nowhere. And that's how I felt the past month and a half, past two months. And just from the the comment that, that Dan tagged me in on Facebook this this week, the, the the video that Coach Crest sent me, the conversation I had with Mark, all of that shifted so quickly 
that suddenly like Saturdays are usually real difficult for me to wake up because it's mm-hmm. earlier class than usual I'm tired from the week but this past Saturday I was up I went to class and I felt good in class for both all the classes from the grappling class to the uh, technique class to the kids class I felt good in all of those classes I felt like I was off the treadmill and I was running back towards my goals again mm. you know but that is just the the confidence just was was there and I had lost it for a little bit well well I'm glad that now you're starting to call out the logic in things right mm-hmm. and actually seeing it for yourself because like you said when someone else sees it but you then it's very difficult for you to believe it mm-hmm. and so now you're putting this out loud you're saying it out loud you're putting it into perspective which in other words now you can see it you have all of this evidence to show you that what you're doing you're doing the right thing yeah right but even i was just gonna ask you like at, did you at some point feel alone like as as a coach going through this yeah 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 and, and, and so go ahead no 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 and so with that why did you feel alone and then what helped you get through it the 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 feeling alone part like i don't feel alone as a human you no, know because like, i have you guys I you know that, i have my like, students but like with the coaching stuff you know because i have my coaches but i don't see them often mm-hmm. and i don't talk to them often yeah. you know but what helped me get through it and, and it's something that now that i'm saying it and like you said now i'm putting the logic behind it now i'm recognizing these things yeah. because I, i've gotten crap in the past from from students that i don't reach out to them <laughs> i was like i don't reach out to anybody yeah I really don't mm-hmm. like if I didn't see you on a daily basis we probably barely talk just yeah. except when I see you or when you text me because I'm not that type of person yeah. my Usually phone Carla and I reach it out, we get it. yeah because my phone <laughs> is filled with so much work in it yeah. that you don't want to I, I don't want to yeah anything. I don't want to engage with my phone unless I'm you know trying to distract myself or just going through the motions of it mm. you know but the fact that just in this week i had those interactions with my coaches and i consider dan severin one of my coaches now mm-hmm. not just what was said with them but how it was said that they were just laid back conversations it wasn't in the realm of coach to coach coach to student kind of thing it was just we were we were human beings you know mark and i reminisced about the old days we talked about people that we haven't talked about in a long time and and stuff and just that felt good mm-hmm. you know it was nothing that they said you know mark complimented some of my students you know coach crest has always complimented our guys dan severin sees something in us mm-hmm. you know so all of those things and just the conversations where it's like especially with mark that when he said that about the competitions and i related to that i was like i'm not alone it's just i'm looking at kind of the the wrong things that interview with with dan severin he asked, what do you tell people that ask you why you lost to Hoist Gracie in your first UFC tournament? He's like, who said I lost? Yeah, I tapped out, but Hoist Gracie didn't beat me. I wasn't willing to do what I needed to do to win that tournament. And that's the only reason he got one over me. But watch the next tournament and you see a completely different person because he removed himself from his wife. He removed himself from his kids so that the night that he fought, he wasn't a father, he wasn't a husband, but he was a beast. 
that was willing to take a life if he needed to to win that tournament. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. And the guy then followed up with, how do you teach that kind of mindset to somebody? He was like, that's the one thing as a coach that I cannot show. I can't show a mindset. But I can put my students or the people that I teach in difficult situations that they have to develop the will themselves to get through it. And that's why the training that he went through was so difficult. And that's the part that really sparked in me to do that. Because one of my students came back after taking some time off and they called me out on it. They're like, you've gotten soft. Your classes aren't as hard as they used to be. What did that do? And that, that stung, you know? And I think at the time I made an excuse for it. Mm. But then over the past few months and then with that interview, I was like, they're both right. My student's right. Dan's right. I need to start getting back to that because that was me. I, I think with the shift in generations, yeah. I also shifted your coaching, my coaching and your instructing and, and who I was. Mm. So the, la the, the latter part of this past week has been me coming back to me yeah. in a lot of different ways and getting that self-doubt out getting back the confidence not just because my coaches are saying these things about me but just realizing who i am and doing it you know and all of this came within between thursday and saturday <laughs> all of this just came together and i was like this this is this is the universe finally saying snap out of it and get to work don't be one of those people that says that they're going to wait until 2023 yeah. to come back because that that's kind of in my head that the, the past month and a half that i've been struggling to get out of bed to do to teach yeah. i was like i just need to get to the new year you know what too what happened what i based on what i've seen you know i see you outside of of, of your environment at the gym and just seeing you grow right I think what was missing is just you find continuing to look at your purpose yeah to why you did it and then yeah. where are you going mm -hmm. because for, I feel like at some point you were just like okay you know we're getting somewhere we're getting something but you were not clear enough yeah to see where you want to be at yeah you know and so now all of a sudden you make this shift yes you spoke to your your coaches and you're making things happen. You're making moves at the gym. You're talking to the right people at the gym, and mm -hmm. you're you're planning for 2023 already. Yeah. But I, I think with you, remember what we talked about. You need a direction. You need to go. You need to have a vision, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes you forget your purpose and your vision. Yep. And that's where you feel like, oh, like what am I doing? Yeah, and that's exactly what it was the past few months. Mm -hmm. You know, between Leo's fight getting canceled and all mm -hmm. these things, I was like. What am I doing here? <laughs> you know, and we talked about it too because December is a crazy month yeah. from a business standpoint because you know people go on vacations, the holidays, yeah. the holidays get expensive for everybody. Yeah. You know, and I've been in the industry long enough to know that December is a, a rough month, yeah. and I was mentally, emotionally, and financially bracing for that yeah. um, for the business. You know, but once it started, you know, I made a comment about it and. I think you asked me, well, weren't you getting ready for it? Yeah. I was like, when you go through a training camp and you're getting ready for a fight, 
you're mentally getting ready to get punched in the face, it doesn't change the fact that it's going to happen. It's going to happen and it's going to hurt, you know? (laughs) It's not that it's like, oh man, I wasn't expecting this. It's just like, yep, there, there it is. There it is. You know, so that, that all, that all the time also gets in in the way of my vision because it almost turns into a slight panic Mm. Um, because again, I'm so used to being in a certain point. I'm so used to being in the just starting process of the business where obviously we had less students total, you know? So now that we've grown the impact that was huge when we started, isn't as big now, but Mm -hmm. because it's the same impact, it's just now we're bigger and stronger. My mind plays those same games that they did when we started it's it's where i'm used to being you know so now it's getting those repetitions where yes this used to be a big impact but it's not as much of an impact as it was even just last year mm-hmm. which means if i'm looking to continue to grow and i'm still looking to implement the goals that i have the impact that i'm feeling this year is going to be less next year as long as I continue to grow and get stronger and applying that new mindset. Well, I don't want to say new mindset because I've known that more developed. Yeah. The more developed and the more clear mindset that that is, Mm -hmm. as long as I can focus on that next year is going to be a better year. And the year after that's going to be even better. And then we're just going to keep going. You got to brace it for next year. Mm -hmm. You got to brace yourself. Yeah. Before you break yourself. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And like you said, I, I've already started the planning process for 2023. I've talked to some of the leaders. I've told them straight up, this is what I want. Yep. This is this is how I see things. I need you guys to help me do that. I need ideas. Yeah. You know, I start. I implemented that right away. Yeah. I even told the students, it was like, you know what? I've been babying you guys for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that ends in 2023. We're all going to grow together. Because that's also another thing that we, we forget, right? Because, yeah, I think, yeah, the soft, I think, yeah, you gave, you gave really, like, good classes. And this is me just speaking as a student now, mm-hmm. not the podcaster, guys. Um, more like as a student. Yeah, like, at some point, it's, it felt like you were just, like, coasting yeah. with each class. Yeah. And so, yeah, we get, like, the the first okay the warm-up warm-ups are warm-ups you know Mm -hmm. and then we do like a few classes i mean a few rounds and then sometimes you will skip strength and conditioning yeah when i remember when i first started i remember you made us go through the freaking the warm-up tough as heck and then we did the rounds and then we did a hard answer even if it was a quick one but we were on it so there is no time to slack no time to rest Mm -hmm. like that's where we always like i i remember like having that minute rest and it's like shit i'm tired but then you're like nope let's go to the next round so yeah, yeah at some point it I'll, i remember that that type of training and for me that's what kept me going because mm-hmm. it's like shit it's so hard but next week i'm gonna get it even better yeah and and, and i used to love the competitions like okay you beat this time right now next week you gotta beat that time mm-hmm. and then we keep record of it so i think it was more on the what's gonna keep me coming back right yeah and and i guess some people yeah like they don't see themselves improving because they're stagnant because they're not putting enough work because they're they're um they're just half-assing stuff yeah you know but 
as long as I mean now it's so now you told this the class right away okay you're you're gonna stop bathing them now it's gonna be on them if they're gonna push themselves mm-hmm. hard enough because next week comes along it's gonna get even harder guys mm-hmm. like don't snooze you know yeah which is good I mean I'm glad you see it you know at, at some point you're gonna you're gonna have to accept that some people are gonna push themselves some people won't yeah, and that's one of the things that I talked to Zach about even before I talked to the other to the other leaders I pulled him to the side after a class and I straight up asked him I was like what have you thought about the past few curriculums you know because the past few curriculums we've done more application of stuff mm-hmm. and he said he liked it a lot I was like is that something that we keep for the end of the month end of the year like we did this year or is that something that we sprinkle in across the whole year and he said sprinkle it across the whole year mm-hmm. and we were just talking and, and you know cause Zach is, we're about to celebrate his 10 year anniversary you know yeah. of training you know so he, he's he's one of those people that has seen it all we've had other people that have trained for a long time too but they've yeah. taken breaks they've gone you know injuries whatever the case is it has yeah. taken him outside of training and zach's been consistent for the 10 years that he's been in he hasn't yeah. missed time yeah. you know he's been through the ups and downs that we've gone through in our evolution we've he, yeah. he's you know we test for our black belt together you know so we've been in the trenches together so i knew i could trust him to be honest with me yeah. you know he's been stepping up more in the classes yeah. so I, I straight up asked him how it was and when i brought the other leaders in he had ideas he's like this is this is what we used to do i think this is something that we can look into bringing back and stuff and i agreed 100 percent. you know so having guys like that yeah. help a lot too you know because like i said with the coaches it i have that emotional connection to them because they taught me what i know I, I i couldn't be here without them yeah. but i also couldn't be here without people like zach you know the yeah. students that have been loyal to me you know and and just to not even loyal to me but just loyal sport to the character to the, the, yeah. the way that we do things you know because yeah. zach believes it yeah. and, and that's something else that dan talked about with the shift of mma is like he said it used to be a martial art it used to be an art there used to be discipline to it and now it's a show now it's violence now it's all these things and he yeah. he appreciates the martial art in it and I think that's when he, when he said that part in the interview, I was like, that's what he sees in us mm. is because we, Appreciate we try to keep that as much as possible, yeah. you know? So it, there, there was a lot of aha moments this weekend that really helped. I don't want to say bury that self doubt because I can't say that the self doubt is going to be gone forever because I'm a human. I think we all go through it. We all have those battles with it. But look, now you have evidence. You yeah. have a podcast to listen to whenever you feel like, you know, you have that self-doubt because sometimes we need that reminder, right? Yeah. Yep. It's like we know it's there, but then sometimes it's an affirmation for ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that that's that was what happened to me this week. And also, I think, well, just basing, basing what what i hear now is that i'm very glad that you reached out to the guys like your students because it takes it takes a lot of willpower to ask for help yeah and you know that when you know you're doing things alone like we i know that you're not alone in this Mm -hmm. process but this is your you know you're running the gym yeah but it takes a lot i know it took a lot out of you to ask for help because you don't like asking for favors first of all because you know you can do things on your own but you also understood that hey i need help and i got a strong team of guys 
who have put in the work that have been loyal to me so why not put my ego down and actually ask for help yep and, and that's what it was too because it's like looking at the goals that i have yeah i can't get to those goals by myself and i'm glad you see you that. know yeah. so i'm i understand that i'm going to need help getting those goals so why not build a team now yeah you know so that that's that's what we're doing <clears throat> like what can you tell us no at least not even a sprinkle not even a he yeah you know what i'll give you what you can catch all the goals on next week's episode <laughs> oh, of <yeah>. taz knows <laughs> okay fine next week <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I, you're not saying anything that's fine whatever yeah i think uh <laughs> ne next week's episode will be a kind of a, a goals um we'll just we'll cover that now yeah. Um, we're going to have uh, obviously this podcast is up we're going to have next week's podcast um, and then we're going to take a little break not a long break just a week break we're going to take uh, the week of Christmas we said Yeah. right so the, the day after Christmas or two days after Christmas whatever that is uh, there won't be a podcast but then we'll be back uh, right after the new year that week uh, the first week of the new year uh, we'll be back then. Uh, so next week's going to kind of be a, a little wrap-up of the year type of episode. But then we'll, uh, for all the students that we have, we'll also start announcing some of the things that we got going for the new year for the gym. Um, so we'll be on the lookout for, for that episode as well. Yeah. But, yeah, you can let us know what you thought about this. Or if you guys have struggled with self-doubt, you know, that like we all do what maybe not tell us that you went through it because i, I want to say most of us have gone through it but what helps you get through those self-doubt moments you can let us know on our social media pages i'm on all social media platforms at taz mma underscore fitness as well as youtube taz knows which is growing and that's one of those 2023 2023 things that's going to happen um, but then you can also ha uh, find Nene on Instagram at Nene underscore MMA underscore CMM. And then also subscribe to her YouTube and Patreon at Nene MMA. Um, but I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you back next week.